welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Conscious Reconstruction Podcast. I am the host with the most and the laughing motherfucker over there is Ash. She is clearly in the building having a grand old time. How do you struggle? I am completely fine. Thank you very much. How was your weekend? Okay. I just never seen anybody. The only time you ever see that is when someone's deep in prayer. <laughs> you got cancer. No, no. You about to go play basketball. It's the fucking championships. You trying to pull everything you got. <laughs> nope. I just, it was just <laughs> took a cool, brief moment of pause. Yeah. And rest and rest. And mm. There's a nice rest here. <laughs> so I used it as such. I don't know what else to tell you. I'm resting. <laughs> I see. That's the theme for your Sunday. Oh, yeah. Is rest, you rest. <laughs> anyway, my weekend was pretty cool. I was a little sick. That's disappointing. Yeah. How'd you get sick? I don't know. The little the functions <laughs> oh. started oh. unfuncioning. Okay, well, we all know about that, and I don't care. Since you don't know, but I have something that. Reminded me of you. Mm-hmm. There's this guy at my school. Wow. No, there's not. There's this guy at my job that was homeschooled. Really? Yeah. He just is graduating now. He's um, 19 and about to finish. Mm. Yeah, he said that he had a hard time. He said it was rough for me mm-hmm. from second grade to eighth grade. <laughs> Well, he was in school or for homeschooling? In school. Oh, okay. Yeah, he went to homeschool for all of high school. Yeah. He said, yeah, at the end of eighth grade, he told his mom, he said, I think that homeschool would be better for me. <laughs> so I need to stay my ass at the house. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to stop going, doing school, but I don't want to go. <laughs> so. Bro, I wish I had that fucking option. Because I, like, when I dropped out, I just stopped going. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. This place makes me feel like shit. And then once they finally caught up, it was like, you got to do something. I'm like, all right, well, find me something. And then that's how I got into that program. I just stopped going. I was just like, I'm not dealing with this anymore. This is fucking crazy. I can't do it. I'm going to die or stop going to school. Which one do y'all want? Which one? Pick. Because I know which one I would love to do. But I know it's not healthy for me to do that. So I'm going to stop going until someone looks at my cries for help. Please. Nah, he had learning disabilities like me. Mm-hmm. But I guess someone called him early. And so when he was younger, he used to have like outbursts. Like when he'd be frustrated and shit like that. And so mm. teachers didn't handle that well. And that turned into like him being bullied. And so... I was like, huh, it was just a bad time. He's like, the teachers and the students would pick on me. I said, oh, damn. That sounds a little crazy. Yeah. I wish a teacher, I mean, I guess I did have teachers try to pick on me, but my mom was kind of crazy, so <laughs> it didn't necessarily go the best for them. Did he enjoy the homeschooling after that from eighth grade or whenever? Yeah, he said yeah. it was better. He said oh, okay. things got a lot better. Oh, okay. Because he said from second to eighth was bad. He's like, but after eighth, he's like, things got better. Good. I'm glad. Yeah, so. I am so glad because I don't think you get a tutor for Riley because I'm all sorts of behind in math, but everything else she's pretty cool. At. Like, her vocabulary kind of surprises me, but then it's like, I don't know. I don't like taking credit for her. I don't know why. 
It's like, damn, she really good at this. Identifying words and shit. <laughs> Put it that math. Glad a random person taught her. <laughs> no, I guess I never what feel like, oh, I should take credit for this. Like, oh, wait. <laughs> I don't know why. In my brain, I'm just like, nah, it's just her. <laughs> yeah. but, but math, oh my God. I need help there. And because I got so behind on everything, I'm like, time to get some help. <laughs> so now I'm just gonna be playing catch up until it's time to be enroll her again this year. But I'm glad the young man had a good time. Oh, not me too. I was like, that's because the story started off crazy. I was like, oh, that's yeah. we said second to eighth grade. I said, huh? Because you thought about homeschooling when you started having children. Or are you just like, no, private school? Or you just, it's one of those things like, I might get them all seat. I'm into homeschooling. I'm also into like Montessori schools. Yeah. Just something where it's not hamster willish. Where you're being prepared to be like a worker bee. That's not what I'm looking to do for my child. I want them to like have skills and actual like valuable life lessons and not alright well we said you gotta sit here for this long and this is when you get to take your break and this is how long you gotta be here and this is when you get to go home that's what working a 9 to 5 is like I'm not trying to prepare my kid to work a 9 to 5 for the rest of their life and that's what school does so <coughs> right. I would pass on that <laughs> yeah they teach you not is it how to think so how we tackle everything is kind of in unison and we don't really how do I say that yeah we are taught how to think about solving problems and approaching life in this most uniform way and then wonder why we so unhappy as a collective and then wonder why you so susceptible I don't think you taught how to think you taught how to follow orders and instructions (laughs) yeah at no point are you really given the agency or like praise for like outside the box thinking when yeah. you even in like in math there's lots of different ways to get to the answer but if you don't show the work their way they're generally right, pretty upset mm-hmm. they're like no we want you to do it this way it's all of it's very controlled and not really about like you being thoughtful it's about you being able to like follow directions correctly and that doesn't really help you in life. Right. Can you can you do what someone else tells you to do, and do that for the rest of your life? We're gonna we're gonna mold you and get you ready for it. No, mm-mm. I'd rather not. Yeah, you wonder why you get so fucking unhappy, cause you don't really know how to like. Not me to say that your creativity gets stifled, and that's the true intelligence. Like, a lot of people can read and memorize books, and that's very helpful. That's how you get your point across and everything. But the true intelligence, like the true magic of the world, lies in creativity. That's why everybody be so enamored when motherfuckers come out with these oh-so-great books. And I was just thinking about that on the way here. Like, it's the highest form of teaching <clears throat> and spreading information, storytelling. You know what I mean? Like, because I don't know any other way that's, like, more impactful, more long-lasting, our myths have carried on through fucking uh, who knows our singers and songwriters out there if you got something that resonate with the heart and soul of people you could be just cemented books i was just thinking about jk rowling i'm like damn that bitch really <laughs> really did that and i'm like that has to be if not one of the highest forms of 
intelligence how could it not be i keep i see it everywhere i don't know any other profession really maybe you being a doctor right because obviously health but really like storytelling that's like the basis of like a lot <laughs> i don't know for me if it's like really intelligence but i think that it's the longest lasting form of like sharing our like history yeah and or at least laying like some type of perspective and shaping the way people like view our history right and the human experience right because you could tell a story whether it be the truth or not and it could go one way but yeah i guess that's now i'm thinking about it like doctor kind of could have to come second because the stories we tell ourselves ultimately like if you say like for me my when i was younger my mom used to give me these the nurses bags and she was like I caught an attitude because I wanted a doctor bag I didn't want to be a nurse I wanted to be a doctor and from then on for a little bit I was like I'm going to be a doctor for a very long time until I realized like I don't like school so the story I told myself up until that point was that until I started to tell myself a different story so I'm like dang the stories are really important <laughs> Being a writer, being a creative is one of those things that help you cement the human experience. And that's why I believe it's so profound. And we, like, we just can't wrap our heads around it. So that moment of genius when you find something that really click. Nothing quite like it. Yeah. Very, very sure. true. I think that trying to encapsulate the human experience is something that when you find it in, like, a a written not even necessarily written but like musical medium or just any artistical fast fashion mm-hmm. you usually kind of connect with it and like keep it with you for like the rest of your life yeah and it's not you know it's not separated by anything that we try to uphold in the highest like where you from what you look like how much money you have Anybody can get the story work. <laughs> it's not separated by goofy shit. Yeah. <clears throat> and even in some case, I guess religion probably, because anybody can read the story of Prometheus and you can read the story of Jesus and find it in 15 million other cultures and still be riveted by it. Like, that's the only thing I just was like, wow, storytelling is something else. <laughs> it's Definitely impactful. Mm-hmm. I need it. Absolutely. How was your weekend? Um, it's pretty decent. Um, kicked it. I worked. I mean, I worked all weekend. Yeah, I worked yesterday. One did, no, eight to five. Uh, work today, eight to five. And so. Oh, you work today? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you had every Sunday off. I did while I was in training, but today has been the first Sunday that I worked when I wasn't in training. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's how my training is technically over. That's kind of whack. <laughs> Why? What you got to do now? Actual work? No, it's just. I don't care. (laughs) 
I can't wait till this job is over. <laughs> this one is this one is funniest when you worked at Amazon. Oh no! <laughs> Which one is more entertaining for me to witness? I'll let you know when it's all done. Okay. This one I just don't give a fuck about. It's just they don't they don't offer enough for me to care. <laughs> they just really don't like. When I was at Amazon, like, yeah, they worked a lot, and like, I ain't like it, but I made more. They offered me like a sign-on bonus. I got stock options. Like, right. I had like a nice little compensation package, and the fact that you can call it a compensation package when I signed on with them was nice. Like. It was cool. I was fucking with it. I was like, all right, I'm here now. I'm with this. Like, because they brought me in with, like, at least five or six to ten shares of stock. Like, it, was, it wasn't it was a bad little, little deal. But here, it's just like. <laughs> Work, nigga. <laughs> yeah. It was just like. All right, this is what we're going to give you in terms of pay. But anything outside of that, don't expect. Don't expect much. Yeah, and then when you get inside the place, it's just, like, also, like, very lackluster. Like, they just are on old systems, move behind the times. And it's just, like... <laughs> My brother said it for, like, the 80s when you walk in there. <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> what are you talking about? Shit. <laughs> Until recently, you could only use fucking checks and right, cash. cash. Fuck. <laughs> Boy, I remember the first time. I think I was when I first worked at Burger King. And you see right around the corner from the job. I walked in there with my debit card. He was like, yeah, we don't take that. I'm like, are you serious? He was like, no. I'm dead ass. <laughs> I'm like, nah. Because I think at the time they had a, a little like... You know how the little pee of the whatever the fuck we slide it, but they only took like Discover or some weird shit or like your ID had to go in there. I'm like, I will shoot you all. <laughs> you know, it's it's garbage. No one has time for that. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no. So we definitely uh, and but we, I mean, me myself and I recognize this ain't this ain't for me. You and Tony, huh? Yeah, me and Tony, right? Hey. <laughs> We gotta go. We gotta figure the fuck out fast. What is this? <laughs> I don't think you as unhappy as you was at Amazon. That you definitely not stressed. I'll say more like tired, more physically tired. Yes. Yeah, you was very unhappy at Amazon. I can say uh, much. But well, because once I shifted tired. at Amazon mm-hmm. and I was running the whole building, it was just a it was just a lot of stress that mm-hmm. I didn't need to take on. Like. My goal was to do one specific thing and take care of, like, a specific, to accomplish something. I was doing that completely fine without moving. Why I decided to move was because my own land, I'm bored with this. This is, <laughs> this is easy. I'm going to go find something more challenging, sir. Stop going to find <laughs> shit that's more challenging when you really don't give a fuck. Because then once it's more challenging, you're like, actually, I really didn't care about this. <laughs> <laughs> then you just don't like it. It's, right. it's, it's not like when it's more challenging, and I'm in a situation where either I have to perform, or it's more challenging on things that I am like personally invested in. I love the challenge. 
when I make something more challenging and it is something I don't really give a fuck about, I just become very disinterested. I said, why did I do this? This was a bad decision. I don't know. No. No. Now, why did I make this harder? I don't even care about this. You, <laughs> your natural inclination to just take on harder challenges or be like this. I could do more. This could be more complicated. This is not complicated enough. I can add on more to my plate and do it. I could. Do I want to though? <laughs> no. Do we care about this enough to actually do the more work that it's going to require for the stuff we want to put on? But no. So, here it's just the schedule's not set, so it's just all over the place, and so I don't like that because that doesn't allow me to like really get into any real routine. That's one of my main main issues with it. That mm-hmm. I'm working six days this week. I'm talking about I only got Tuesday off because it's Memorial Day weekend <laughs> and coming up. What are we talking about? Like what? What does that have to do with anything? What place? What kind of place is this? <laughs> I want to go home. The fucking face is really hilarious. Like, because the fuck was I'm you so talking? So sorry. <laughs> I didn't been in retail for. Well, I haven't been in it like consistently for lots of years, <clears throat> but I've worked retail jobs throughout my life over the years. And any time that I've been there, <laughs> I never see none of the managers have to work an entire year. Matter of fact, I worked an entire year at another place. Mm-hmm. Got hired this January 31st. So I hit all of the holidays. I have to work six days? <laughs> Why would that be a thing? I was a manager there. You could say, oh, well, you weren't a manager at the other place. I was a manager there. And you know what else we got that we don't get here? Because we don't get the uh, holiday off holiday pay? A floating holiday. Mm. To just take a day off and be compensated for it. They don't do that. Because I asked, I said, oh, okay, so do we get like an extra day or do we get paid more? I said, no. If you have to work like six days in a row more than a certain amount of time, then you get paid more, but no, it's just kind of how it is. Oh, What's the floating holiday again? So like if... You couldn't get Christmas off or some weird shit. You could take it all to like another day. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I do remember that. Yeah. So like, all right, we all have to work. Fucking like they do it a lot for like um, healthcare workers. Like, cause mm. all y'all have to work, so you might have to work on Memorial Day, Veterans Day, one of the like, <coughs> days that everybody else is getting off. So they'll be like, all right, well you guys get a floating holiday and so let us know when you want to use that and so you just get to take a day off that's paid for like it's just a nice gesture <laughs> I let you know they care about you yeah all of this shit just seem real like bruh is that like that is that what our parents had to go through like if know. you ain't got like benefits and shit like think about damn did they have to work like this back in the 80s I'm about to ask my mother I think she was in her career how do I nah she I think she was in her career yeah she was in her career about the 70s or 80s but before that that was like I wonder like before she worked for an actual company how was it what, did that shit exist for y'all is that why I don't know how to no, fucking shit, real companies don't have that <laughs> I'm just wondering now. Cause think about this shit. Like, motherfucker's been working at this place forever. Right. From what I know. (laughs) 
doing this shit their whole life. Like, my manager, I think he said he'd been with the company, like, somewhere between 10 to 13 years. It's a prison sentence. And I was like, okay. And he started off, like, part-time and worked his way up and I'm just like okay that's cool bro that shit blow the fuck out of me what made you be like yeah I just want to be at Mark's but he's like yeah no I don't want to stop here I want to um move up and be over uh be where I to do the his bosses which I guess alright that's cool what I see I guess that sounds rude I won't say it, but there's a certain type of person that this is a benefit for, this type of job. Like, it'll pay a lot at the beginning, but if you stick it out, you'll be okay (laughs) if you're decent to good, I guess, maybe, hopefully. I don't know. Let me not lie, because I see a lot of other people that are there, and they're just talking about hours and shit and I'm just like I don't understand but that's also none of my business that's not my burden to bear <clears throat> it's just it don't be I be you know it's the craziest shit people gotta stop hiring me <laughs> and let me knock on wood so I can keep getting these jobs cause um I definitely go inside of places and be evangelizing like happiness and <laughs> pursuing like your own your dreams own goals. and goals and like focusing on what you want to do in life and going after that business that you want has nothing to do with like buying into the company or any of those things I'm like yeah, I don't know if a moving. manager is supposed to be doing this but this is definitely how I operate with people yes I'm doing what that do you, what do you want to do cause that's weird you should, you're in the same boat as them it's just just look at them nod and wave boys like <laughs> the fuck I'm not preaching to nobody or we're in the same boat that's weird yeah we should jump off you first nigga <laughs> but we don't be in the same boat <laughs> how are you not in the same boat mentality mm. it doesn't matter <clears throat> where you're at because you could be somewhere because it fulfills a goal but if you're there and you have no idea of what you're doing next and no destination, mm-hmm. we in very different places. You gonna be here four years from now because you didn't know where you were gonna go. So when they offered you the raise, you said yeah. When they offered you full time, and you was like shit, that would be cool. I get more money. You said yeah. When they offered you a department head position, you said yeah. Oh, so you entrenched in this? This is where you be- this is where you gonna be, right? I'll be going by the end of the summer. <laughs> so. I'll be the same. Yeah. So they could talk to me. They could look at it like, oh, we're the same. No, sir. Or madam. We are not. I am here passing on through. Like I be passing on through all these other places to accomplish different goals. If you'd like some information while I'm here, I'm more than willing to share it. Especially with younger people, like I don't really be talking to the older people because I don't give a fuck. Yeah, like y'all are y'all didn't make y'all's choice. Like the only niggas like I tried to kind of talk to, and not even really tried to. I was just making a conversation, and they just recertify like why I don't fuck with the older generation. Is like there's this guy maybe ten years older than me, 
at the least. He um, just has no... He been doing this or retail for at least two decades. He don't got no less for life. That's crazy. Like he talked about how all of his hobbies and pastimes and like things that he enjoyed to like just watch and just enjoy. He don't do anymore. He was like, why did he say why? To retail just took it all away. It's like the one of the easiest jobs on the planet, <laughs> but never mind, because that schedule flip flopping shit is probably cuckoo. Yeah, that's the issue. It's not that the <laughs> yeah. job is hard; it's that you can't, you can't make build plans. a life well, routine. Right there, you go. And then also they get entrenched in this. Oh, well, I don't want to take off. I want to be here. And no, <laughs> that's not a benefit. So you just working. And we were like, yeah, I probably have to work till day I die. That's a That's crazy so outlook. Scary. That's a crazy outlook, my dude. That's Why would you even like? At least not like in. <coughs> excuse me. At least not like in that profession. Like I said, I don't know when I'm going to be able to stop working. I believe like I'm going to work less. But that sounds crazy yeah no it's just I, I can't really understand a lot of that mentality and so when I see younger people that just don't seem to have a direction which I'm having to be running into it just be like well let me at least say something that I know other adults aren't saying they're just going through the motions and realistically being unhappy and telling you to do the exact same things that have made them unhappy Oh my goodness. You need to come to work and focus on this. This is not what do you want to do? Like this is <clears throat> bring me back to when I used to work at uh the law firm. I used to work in the mailroom and mm-hmm. then I got a job at uh care got the job at CareSource and um somebody was making shit, whatever they was offering just sounded like a great job. And it was in healthcare. I was like, Oh, I got the job, y'all. As soon as I started telling everybody, the one lady that said she had my back convinced me not to take the job <clears throat> and it didn't it took me a while because like what the indicator was like i got pulled over you had to drive around for that job and i got pulled over while i was in the hiring process so i was like and then i yeah and that's something else that happened too when i got hired they said i filled the background check for something a ticket i signed for my brother when i was younger <clears throat> and they said like oh this is a misdemeanor so Technically, you can't work here. And then I asked somebody to work it out. Like, that was like that. They said, like, no, that's not. That shouldn't even come up on your background report, basically. So then they offered me the job again. <laughs> and then when I got the ticket and then she convinced me, I was just like, ah, oh, fuck it. But at the time, I didn't know, like, you should at least went for it to see where it have landed you. Yeah. Because clearly, if the opportunity came back around, maybe it was for you. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. But she was like, "Now nah, I don't think you should take it. I forget her reasoning because this was so long ago. But <laughs> nah, just be here with me and stuck. <laughs> that was the same bitch. That was the same bitch. That I was like, Ash, you know what you need to do? You need to go on Section Eight because and swallow your pride and get one of them houses. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with that for people that are on it, but it's not for me. <laughs> but the fact that she was spitting that rhetoric to me was strange I'm like my parents really didn't grow up like that and I kind of don't want to get in the trap of having somebody else pay for my shit because I feel like you know 
I'm not saying for people who really need help, but you can kind of get dependent on that. I'm like, that's see, that's my thing. Is that's why you can. That's why I guess that's why I do the talking. Yeah, because you get the other side way more often. You're going to get the other ones that are just going to come out of nowhere and tell you that shit's not possible. That you can't do enough if you don't depend on somebody else, and or that you got to settle for this. And it's like, no, no, no. You settled because you didn't believe it was possible. Yeah, I tell. Everybody, y'all should go to college out of state. The mm. reason that I don't, I'm not a huge college guy, but I recognize that unless you have like family, like I, I was fortunate, I have family in California, family out here, like so I could move around like that to mm. the coastals, <clears throat> or at least do the east and the west. And so that gave me a landing spot, which I know a lot of other people don't have. But if you go to college, you can live in a dorm and still live in the city and start to experience and learn and like see other things that are possible. You can't stay. You can't stay in Ohio. But shit, when they're telling me about interviews that they got and talk about how they wanted, they're planning to leave. I be yeah, I know. Like <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Let's oh, go. Shit, one of my dudes, he got an interview <laughs> tomorrow for IT. I hope he gets that shit. Like. If that's what you really want to be doing, don't let this be your last stop. And so I guess that's my mentality about like versus like us all being in the same boat. It's like, all right, where are we where where are our stops at? Where are we where are we going? Are we, is this my last stop? No. Right. Is this y'all last stop? I can see for some of y'all it might be. Or something similar to akin to this is is gonna be where it's at. Where you're not necessarily happy, but you survive. That ain't can't be the goal, especially not if you look like me, like the dude that was homeschool. Like I'm, I'm definitely gonna like he wanted to do, get into wrestling. Mm-hmm. I happen to know a female wrestler out here that is in part of the independent circuit. I don't know how I know her. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know if I've met her in real life. She's just been on my like Facebook uh-huh. for at least what ten years since at least a decade. Don't know if I know this woman, but if I can see where she's working at and get you that information and potentially connect you, why would I not? Or at least show you, hey. That's something the idea that you have is people out here that are doing it in this state. Yeah, it's possible to sure. get done. Like <clears throat> And that's what you all people really need to do to know is like, oh shit, other people are doing it. Alright, I feel more confident that I can do this. Because a lot of people just follow the leader. So That's true. Yeah. No, I guess I'm like not the opposite. Like I'm not about to be unsupportive, but I just always felt like just saying shit just felt like now nah, I do anyway just I always felt like you niggas ain't doing shit so I give up it's like that for me so that's why I'll be like oh what the fuck like <laughs> so I've gotten a little bit more colder in that regard I guess I don't <clears throat> care about the adults they have to show me that they want something different before yeah. I like can really like invest in them but when they're Shit, the place I work right now, I got 15 year olds. Mm. So it's like, if I got 15, 16, 17 year olds, you niggas is just, or really, I have a whole bunch of people that are just about to graduate. 
No, this can't. If this is all you thinking about, no, no, this can't be. You gotta go, get out, go somewhere, <laughs> do something else. Said, Please leave, <laughs> go away. <laughs> we don't want you no more. No, like so. No, it's just I have such youth and potential. It's just like I don't. I'm never so jaded. Like I recognize that my fuckers don't listen and life just be bare minimum and niggas be comfortable with that but I also recognize that a lot of that is because people only have seen other niggas live that life right and so if that's all you see then you kind of think that's what life is like and that ain't it this dog don't hunt you gotta really like invest in yourself in your life like and out here is out here so easy hard like me and Charles was talking about that like we was talking about why how you was telling say we was lazy I didn't say that shut up <laughs> I didn't you <laughs> I'm gonna look over here since she gonna lie to me <clears throat> you keep mm-hmm. doing that mm-hmm. you did that on one episode mm-hmm. he was like hey you remember how you and Charles said I'm mm-hmm. like future no the fuck we didn't Y'all we did. don't no we didn't you said that you had your shirt off it was like no yes me no 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 and I was like well why would you think that's a compliment like I don't want to say that to you I would never say that to you time out it wasn't you and Charles it was Charles and Marcus oh okay it was said to me now yeah I remember okay now I remember but no, you said on the show, I'm like, I ain't never told you that shit because uh, I don't think that's a compliment. I don't no, ever want to. They wanna, weren't complimenting I me. I don't ever want to be like, yeah, you remind me of future. Like, ugh, what? We can't be friends if I really thought that about you. Like, no, we cannot be friends. If I really, honestly, in my heart and soul, listen, like, <laughs> I think you like future. I'm like, we not about no, to hang out regularly. No. No, no. <laughs> no so no. But. What was, what was I saying before You that? said I called you lazy. But go oh, ahead. Oh, perfect. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So me and Charles were talking about like how life out here is why we're lazy. Yeah. And I told him I think that we're lazy because we're comfortable. I said shit is too easy for us. And he's like, Yeah, I can see what you mean. He's like, I see what you mean when you said that life is just pretty simple out here. Like it's not really Yeah, you got fucking you got nature. You can go to a decent large body of water if no, you none want. Of that. None of that no, matters. No, listen, before you cut me off, okay. it's easy because you're surrounded by so many easy things. Like, think about it. In Cali and New York, you're surrounded by concrete motherfucking jungles. Everybody in the hush. I really believe, like, your environment makes you... And niggas in the middle, think about niggas in the middle of America that can go fish and hike. They can do leisurely things that niggas in New York... <laughs> Don't get to have I easy would access agree to. Agree if you were speaking about New York. Yes, <clears throat> West Coast ain't like that. But we, it's very heavily densely populated, and everything that I hear talk about the West Coast, they still say it's really hustle and bustle, but it's a different kind of hustle and bustle. That's what I hear the most. Yes, it's so it's it's more like networking relationship being out and about being in the scene that type of hustle and bustle so you're like exhausted because you're out to two three in the morning like or you're at someone's house party in the hills and y'all are hanging out and everything like that but 
No, it's easy out here, not necessarily because of the nature. Like, I would say, like, my most, like, nature plus, like, society feel place was Seattle. Like, mm. I could walk out my door. Like, I used to routinely, like, take pictures because outside of my steps, I just saw nothing but, like, forests and trees when I lived out there. Or I could go to the water. Like, that was a place where I really connected with nature, even though I was, like, in the middle of the city because it just had, like, so many good spots. Here it's just easy. Like, shit don't cost a lot. Like, there you go. I decided I was going to buy a house and then bought two in the same year. Mm hmm. And that's not attainable in California. <laughs> I'm not saying that it's not attainable, but it's a little harder. But the level of like lack of prepara- preparation I did to buy the second one mm-hmm. and just kind of like pivoting in the middle of. It was what? I bought the first one, let's say, July. By end of August, beginning of September, I was already working on buying the second house. Mm -hmm. I didn't really do any prep or like, hey, let's look at things and see if this works. I just said, I'm going to go ahead and do it. And then just started to like work and make it happen. And because I live out here and because of what I make, they said, yeah, that's feasible. You can do that. It it wasn't hard. Like getting a job out here isn't hard. Making around, once you hit that 50 to 70 range out here, shit is so simple. Right. And so it doesn't necessarily inspire like a level of urgency that you should have. And I guess that's what me and Charles talked about. It's like the lack of level of urgency. It's like you just went out and spent dropped ten on a car. And that didn't affect most of what you gonna do. Or anything that you, you gonna do. You also handed me three grand a couple of months back. And clearly that didn't affect you buying this car. And so it's like, I watch him and he like has a cool job and is making decent money and shit is just, it, shit becomes too automatic. You don't have to think about anything. So once you don't have to think about anything, you just kind of be on autopilot and that don't also lead to happiness like yeah all my shit is good I'm not worried about bills or nothing but I also don't want this as the like the maximum potential where my life can get to because I know I could get to more so for me that's why I was, had to do like that refocus and that's also why I'm leaving $20,000 on the t- <laughs> table to go do this other thing it's like you know everything is cool and if what I really want to focus on is creating like outside wealth this other opportunity provides that where doing this where I don't have stability has not really given me the thing I know about myself I like routines I like to build routines and stick to them like that's why like it's hard for me when I'm going to the gym because that becomes a really entrenched routine and then I don't want to not go. It's like, all right, well, I have to do this and this takes hours of my time. But I enjoy the ability to make routines. All right, this from here, here. Like when I didn't work, 
I had a routine of like, all right, I'm going to get up at this time. I'm going to start writing here. This is what I'm going to do for this first hour. This is how I'm going to take my break. Like, I just kind of build out like a routine for myself. And once I'm able to just like work inside that, I operate very well. I'm a very chaotic person, but in my own mind, there's structure. If I'm not able to build a structure because of outside forces, that's when like how you now you're like, you just seem more exhausted. Yes, because I'm consistently feeling like I'm never at rest because it's either I never have a dedicated rest time. So every time is work. Mm. It's all like, all right, well, you got to get the other stuff that you didn't get in before. And now because you don't know when a good rest period will be or you might have one off day and then not again for a while. So you got to try and shove it all in there. So it's just. A unique experience, but <coughs> I'm ready to. I'm, I'm good with my change that I'm gonna make and getting back to like things being a little more tight around the like belt strings, so that way I can look for outside ways. Because if I don't want, my goal is to figure out to put that twenty thousand back into my income without going back into another job. And so yeah, that's that's goal one. Yeah, I think I'm bored with what I'm doing now. And I realized, like, well, you've been working, on, you've made your own money since 2020. Bravo. She's still in the same boat, bitch. What's going on? <laughs> we have to make changes. That's the hardest one. To enact change on yourself is well, something else. <laughs> I think I know what you need to do. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, you can tell me later. I'm open to suggestions. Oh, it's, you need to scale. Scale? Mm hmm. Oh, like make what does that mean? Make stuff bigger? Mm. Like make cause I'll every time somebody's about scaling a business, I'll be like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> okay, that's a fair question. Everybody we say do, it. We do say scale. Scale and your I, fucking business. I just like, definitely said it like what the hey, fuck? you need to scale. Yo, okay, thank you. All right. <laughs> so what scale means is you need to figure out in which direction to take your business from either Let's use like stores. Let's say you, because yours is a store. Let's say you got one store. You need to figure out how to, but if it was brick and mortar, take that one store from your neighborhood and open another store in another neighborhood. That's scaling, growing the business. Okay. But there's two ways to scale. You can scale up or you can scale out. Hmm. Scaling up is usually. making your business the one that you have I would say more lean more advanced and more precise in like how it operates so that way you can attract more business and operate with a higher customer volume Mm -hmm. or you scale wide which is casting a wider net which is a lot of which is basically brick and mortars like McDonald's scales wide because oh. they're all over the world so now anybody can go there so that's how they they obviously they've scaled up like most good companies scale up and and out oh you can do both yes okay like that's where you, you get your best like the company I work for right now scaled out not necessarily like up oh. and like it's <clears throat> very slow and it's upward scaling 
And so that's probably its biggest issue. But yeah, so you can scale like outward. And so I think that's what you need to do. You need to figure out how you want to take what you do and basically figure out how to like create a process that makes it another one of you. Mm. Yeah. Because that's, that's basic. Scaling is like how do you increase the output of what your company does? Okay. And so you might not be able to necessarily make a complete number, another one of you to like double your output, but you might be able to scale and be able to like, all right, I was doing this and now I have a process where I've automated <clears throat> my shipping and that's allowed me to send out 15 packages a week instead of 10. So you didn't scale double, but you, or you could scale 12 and a half packages a week instead of 10. Mm. So you scaled a quarter, but you're still growing. And if you do that consistently, then you'll be able to like, really like elevate yourself because right now you, that's what most people's problem is. That's how they don't become <coughs> businesses. Because mm. right now, like you're an entrepreneur. Right. But you're not necessarily a business. So scaling is usually the hurdle that people face where they're like, all right, well, I'm doing this and I have my clients. And I'd say I think that's um, my neighbor's thing. Like oh. he has a nice client base and everything like that. But he might benefit more from like hiring an extra hand. So he so somebody else can go and like and take on more properties and yeah, build okay. out the name and scale. Yeah. So I you thought can, about that. Mm hmm. So, I just, but I also bored. recognize that hiring extra hand means like, cause if you, let's say you make 40, $50,000 a year, if you hire an extra hand, you have to, and you give them 15, you have to either know that they're going to bring in 30. Mm, okay. Or you're going to have to be comfortable with like sacrificing what you have to slowly scale that up. Okay. One of those two is going to happen because you got to, the, the money to pay them comes from somewhere. So, things like that. Okay. But that's also shit like I was thinking about scaling and just in my life. Like, I was driving and just thinking about, like, I was thinking about Montessori schools because I was listening to the podcast and they were talking about it and everything like that. I was getting on issues um, head about not doing, like, more informational shit. And they were talking about how Montessori school could be like $27,000 for the year for like preschool. Right. Which isn't a crazy number. But when you get to thinking about like, all right, if you make 100000 100, about $100,000 a year, 120 something like that, you're probably bringing home six to $7,000 after taxes and then what is thirty thousand dollars a year something around two grand <coughs> three grand a month yep you you can't afford to take half of that and then pay for your child to go to Montessori school mm-hmm is so a hundred thousand dollars not enough money to like really break free of anything it's enough to like be comfortable and feel like you're in a different space, but you can't. That's someone's income. 
uh, for, for a year. That's yeah. what I was just thinking about. You can't <laughs> afford to like yearly salary. Yeah, put some of the yearly salary into your child's education, and that's what it really takes. And that's numbers only going to get bigger as they get older. So you have to figure out how to like scale your life and be able to match pace with that and match or even if you don't want to do Montessori school you could find do private school but you still need to be able to scale and have the time and the resources to like or um, homeschool like you do but I'm sure a tutor's not free right and I'm sure if you had the ability to be like hey I would grab more instructors for her that'd be something that you would do if you could just like pick hey I'm gonna have a tutor for this and just broaden her horizon it ain't free and so for me it's just like you know scaling up and being close to 100 or making over 100 is it's not enough it's not it's the bare minimum to like start playing the, the game it sure is and it is very true what they say that first 100k is your fucking hardest <laughs> whatever the fuck I was doing wasn't gonna get me there and and she realized that it's a good little knock on the head but that's okay I'm no, great see, I think the first million is the hardest I don't think 100k is hard hey I don't know what I know from just doing this on my not on my own mostly but being the main responsible person <laughs> say I agree with you niggas it feel like somebody just hit you in the jaw like oh okay you be riding high and this is why I tell if I'm gonna tell my story I'm gonna be 100 with everybody and while lately I'm just like nah fuck it and it's not fuck it for real it's just because like I said when you get into it it's just a different ball game but I also don't I also tell the ups and downs of it because be real about the shit like that the internet shit will have you thinking in crazy ass fairy tales and that's why i'm just like just be real like i don't lose anything and i really don't care about nobody's opinion on my life in that regard but i'll just be real like hey no nah, it wasn't it wasn't the greatest past i'll few say months. that or i didn't hit my goals and you know was upset not upset but like you know raleigh to his college through like and going to school and them giving me monies I was making close to a hundred grand a year mm-hmm. <coughs> I was like probably around 88,000 90 right. grand it didn't it was cool I could do what I wanted to do but I recognize that it was it's like a seed a hundred grand is like a seed for real like because that's when you can really like take like four grand and or wait three months and take like ten grand and really try and like start something because 10 grand is a decent amount to like invest in something on like a smaller scale and start to grow it up 
you can't really reach those type of numbers until you reach a hundred thousand dollars in any real like speed like if you make what i'm at about 70 Mm -hmm. right now 75 i make probably 45 a month 49 somewhere in there but in three months that's only 15 and out of that you still got to pay bills in three months with the 10 or the 100 you made close to $21,000 you damn near added a whole nother month of like of work you know what I mean yeah I guess I'm speaking tomorrow of making like your own money this is because I ain't never did it before and I ain't got nobody really in my life that has done it and really succeeded like all my information that I get I had to go out and source and pay for and you know (laughs) hope I come across a a legit teacher that's not trying to sell you a phony ass fucking dream like it's not really anybody I can go to and be like alright this is what you're doing wrong this is what you're doing wrong this is what you're doing wrong or this is what you're doing right so um not saying that there's nobody that's not fair to say but I like what you mean it's yeah you don't have any dedicated like like guys and I definitely agree with that which is where I feel like there's a lot of things that I was like yeah, right, like, I'm, I'm going on this journey but I definitely don't have all the information but I'm a I don't well, I'm gonna be don't. reading and, and figuring it out on my own so yeah so like the mistakes are wholly my own like <laughs> there's nothing uh, I ain't gonna say there's no support but there's not a lot of it there's not the support that people claim that you should have reality check like my parents don't look at me and be like oh my god you're doing such an amazing job I don't get those fucking outlets I don't get it from nobody for real for real like damn ass you doing this by yourself and I'm not saying like this is something that I'm need or just like resentful and bitter for but there's none of that really going on there's no one giving me a pat on the back and being like hey man keep going like I'm a motivator like I, I many mistakes you didn't make and it's like I'm not saying that if I wanted help that I couldn't get the help like I know sometimes my pride be in the way but this is holy like I said whatever we're trying to create I'm sure you know this too like what you trying to create ain't nobody did that before in your fucking family where you can see like hey unk what did you think about this fucking move like in in this rum arena I know you got family members that um no I know what you mean I I guess right now like I have someone that I talk to that I think that I might be able to share ideas with like in just like a content way Mm mm-hmm but they're not family or anything. It's just a friend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yo, this like, is wholly a new journey that I was just thinking about that shit the other day. Like, who is embarked on the journey that you're embarking on? Not only are you doing something <clears throat> entrepreneurial, but just spiritually too. Like, just being like, we're not continuing this. This stops here. <laughs> like, that too. I was like, damn. And I didn't realize like how much slack I should catch. You know, cut myself. Because I didn't tell, like, especially, like, since October, I didn't tell nobody what the fuck was going on. I didn't reach out to anybody. I was, like, I knew I complained about what was going on. But really, the girl that was doing my nails, she was, like, where have you been? And I'm, like, yeah, you know, I was dealing this stuff with my mom and my business and stuff. She's, like, how have you been? And I'm, like, yeah, you know, taking care of my mother. She's, like, no, how have you been? And I'm, like, 
don't cuss at me. <laughs> she said, bitch, I didn't ask you about your mother. I said, what are you doing? Like, yeah, like, how are you feeling? Are you okay? And I'm like, I don't know how to answer that. And it made me so uncomfortable. Like, I just told you how I was doing. The things I was doing was how I was doing. Now, that's a different... <laughs> All the things you were doing are the things you were doing. How do you feel? <laughs> I was like... Don't ask me if fucking... I really got uncomfortable. Like, oh, uh... <laughs> I really didn't know how to answer this question. I'm like, what? <laughs> My body started like, well, what are we doing here? Why is she asking all these questions? <laughs> I'm like, oh, just... wait. <laughs> Pause and think about this. Man. Yo. But... Yeah, just think about that. Like, I just, this is really like, you're you're not on your own. There's plenty of help available. Like I said, it's pride issue sometimes with me, but, you know, when you do things like this, like I said, I'm not, I don't, I don't like how they portray all this shit. <laughs> I want to put it into it. You know, I stop with that fucking foof. Like, <clears throat> of course, would you rather have this than like being unhappy somewhere? Absolutely. I never tell you not to do it, but the fluff that they be putting on this shit is... <laughs> I'm sick of it. They need to stop lying to y'all. <laughs> or stop fluffing it up. I'll say that much. The fucking rose-colored glasses on this bullshit. Stop it. I definitely can say that it's probably a lot harder to get it on your own. Get that to that 100. Yeah, like 100... Like, just like, just from experience. Like, this wasn't See? easy. <laughs> no, I'm just... And that's why, for me, I'm like, all right... How can I put a hundred together real quick mm-hmm. so that way I can use that to build my hundred outside of it? Right. That's always smart. And then once I do that, I feel like then I have, <clears throat> if I can build an engine that creates me a hundred every single year, then that gives me the the space to like really get into like some other things it's like all right i got a foundation for sure because like i said the reason why i'm doing this and my creative pursuits is because i'm not no fucking starving artist i'm not about to be struggling in those areas like i know who i am well enough to know like i'm not about to some things i will cut back on other things i'm not really compromising on like i'm just not gonna do it so that's what the the inspiration for this shit came from i mean obviously i've been wanting to do it for quite some years but I ain't no fucking starving artist man I'm not <laughs> what I want to do is, is what you want to do but my I guess my biggest hesitation is I need to be able to develop it in a way where it already starts off with some level of like automation and that's why I asked you earlier is that something you really want to do because like I said I'm not saying it's not nothing that can be done and if you find a better way then go for it but you don't the reason why I ask is you're not like a shopper and I'm not saying that you couldn't be a shopper you couldn't do it but like it seemed like a lot of people that do this just be like like hunting for deals and like like the hunt of it and I'm like do you really like the hunt of looking for this stuff? Because I don't really know an automated way to do this. And if you find it, again, go for it. See, I don't really mind the hunting <laughs> for deals because, like, the type of deals that I really want to start hunting for are probably, yeah. like, 
not necessarily deals that everybody's going to be able to get into. Mm-hmm. Like how you're like, all right, well, a pallet costs this. Yeah. Not everybody's going to be able to go out and do that. Right. Those are the type of deals that I'm hunting for. Okay. But in terms of automation, I guess I mean like inventory management and like distribution. If I can figure out a way to like either become like distributed by Amazon where all my stuff just gets sent to their warehouse and then or Amazon fulfill and they just fulfill it. You might want to look into that because a it lot of people do that. Yeah. yeah. So like there's that's where my mind is. It's okay. not necessarily that I'm not into like finding the deals. It's how can I remove some level of me having to be present so that way I can scale because so that would be something I would say for you. Yeah. If you could get into that where <coughs> that's like now you're integrating upward because you're not going wide, you're not creating more stores. But what you're doing is finding a way to reduce your amount of time for shipping mm. so you can spend okay. more time getting more products into these into this store and sent out. So that's how you could scale that way by yourself without scaling wide. So that'd be something like that where it's like, all right, I found a way to automate my shipping. Okay. So that's I see what you mean. That's but so that for me, I wanna start off there because I know that's what how I want the business to run in itself where right. I can sure this could be something that I do on like these specific days, go find source product, everything like that, bring it in and then send it to them. And then once it's there, as it sells, I just replenish what I have or continue just to funnel them a consistent stream of um, stock. Okay. But I don't want to have to like think about it all too much where it's like oh this is going to John and this is going to Billy and num <laughs> some of this needs to be automated where it's it don't, I'll go find all the shit because like I enjoy finding stuff like you see I'd be sending you people like hey is, yeah. this, is this a good thing I mean I look it up and I'm like oh, let me ask the person who really do this right because like the the one dude, he hit me to the gravity chairs because he was buying one. He's like, yeah, no, these are like $60 on Amazon. Yes. I said, oh, okay. And we got them for like 30 bucks. Right. So I'm like, I don't know if that's something that, because I, like I said, that's why I asked you what you sold to your store because I, like, I don't know what you sell, but I'll just send you all the deals that I come across because right now I'm not necessarily into it because I haven't figured out a full way to like do the process that I want. But once I really I'm looking forward to moving into this other space because I feel like the one thing that I lack right now is time right and I've wanted a Monday through Friday for a while I think this gives me enough time to do it especially since it's not to like five or anything like that so that'll give me the ability to like really get into automation really start looking for deals going out shopping and things like that for sure. You know, that's that's where I want to get into is figuring out how to add this other 20 grand back in and really turn it, doubling my income. And then I want to double that. I'll get there. <coughs> I know, I'm trying to do that by the end of the, in like, eight to 12 months is the goal. So we shall see. I don't know if you want to go into your topic or if you want to save it or 
What you think? You want to go? You want to go night night? <laughs> it don't matter. It's about eleven. Okay. Well, we'll cut it here, and I'll bring that shit up next week. Okay, because it's up to you. I was like, we just had a random conversation, but we definitely <clears throat> have more space and opportunity. But this has been my super short show. I am the host with the most, aka Tony Melbourne, in the motherfucking building. But I'm about to leave the building because you know, the show is over. Share, subscribe, like, comment, tell a friend, and tell everybody else that you didn't tell. Yes, last time. And then tell the people you told last time again. Because maybe they didn't listen. You know people, they hard-headed. Love you.